When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What is going on, people? You are locked into the Miles Mikulski podcast for another week. Hope you lot have been well, blessed, healthy and safe. And uh, yeah, another interesting week in the music game, of course. Wizkid blessed us and O2 last week and that was a massive massive performance Chris Brown came out for the first time in 12 years in the UK that's a bad ticket itself that's pretty much since you know the the things that people don't talk about anymore with Chris Brown but I, honestly I want a Chris Brown show you know I really feel like a Chris Brown show needs to needs to happen because everyone was going crazy for the song that he came out and performed. He was literally mostly dancing at one point because it was just the energies were so crazy. But I've heard nothing but positive things from the WizKids show. I kind of wish I went to it. I kind of like forgot about WizKids show and then I was too late by the time my mate came to me on Tuesday and was like, oh, did you see the WizKids show? I was like, oops. <laughs> so that was an L for me this week. But apart from that, for me, it's been a pretty blessed blessed week in the music world we've seen craziness happen like you know the busy bone bone hubs bone hubs you know bone thugs and harmony and three six mafia versus battle where busy bone went crazy and then they got into a, like a fight on stage and then they had to come back later busy bone had to come back and apologize and say yo i'm not trying to you know mess anything up you know what i mean i'm gonna apologize to everyone here right now and then it continued i don't even know who won it to be fair the fight kind of took over and became more of a thing than the actual battle but at the same time i can appreciate that for people who are really into like 90s music and the very 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 early 2000s that's probably gonna hit more for you than it is for me in it but at the same time that was just a bit of a badness that we saw on stage but one of the other things that we hadn't we spoke about a little bit but we hadn't really got into on the last episode of the podcast was the passing of young Dolph which was really really sad to see that was like a week and a half ago almost two weeks ago now and then Virgil that just kind of came out of nowhere you know off-white creator Virgil Abloh obviously name dropped in so many hip-hop songs and that was just an absolute shock for me personally I didn't even see that coming I had to like check to make sure you know sometimes a couple of years ago people came out with like 
fake death stories. I had to make sure that this wasn't one of them because it seemed like it was, but then read the whole stuff. It was on every single news outlet and it was really, really sad to see. And even going back to the Young Dolph situation really quickly, his actual passing has caused a lot of retaliation and warfare across Memphis, which is very, very sad to see. I don't know if it's calmed down. I was seeing DJ Academics, I was watching one of his videos and he was saying that like minimum 10 people have been have been like shot because of it and then there was the whole situation where they found the car that was used like in the kind of like drive up to the shooting with young Dolph they found that there one day and then they found a body there the next day so I don't know that was like last week I wasn't this week I was last week so there's just been a lot going on and then of course the news that off-white creator you know LV Louis like you know elite designer Virgil Abloh you've heard name dropped in so many songs in hip-hop over the last five years passed away I think he was age, age 41 and he's not even that's not old at all do you know what I mean I know sometimes when you're younger you look at like 30 and go oh 30 like but 41 is really not old do you know what I mean not, I'm not saying that just because I'm getting older I'm just saying that in general like 41 is not old obviously he left behind his wife and children and it's just sad to see because it's a bit like the Chadwick Boseman situation it's like we didn't know that he was ill so when he passed it was more of a shock and I'm not saying that like it's not a shock when someone does pass away anyway like obviously if you know someone's ill mentally sub subconsciously you're kind of gearing up because you know the person's ill so you're kind of already put, dealing with your coping mechanisms and stuff whereas I'm sure with Virgil, his like close friends and family knew, but some of these people that he might have been dealing with, you know, on a regular basis, might have not even known that he was ill. Do you know what I mean? I remember last year, like a lot of people came through and have said a lot of positives about Virgil and stuff like that. If they've got positive memories, share the positive memories. That's what it's that's always about what it's about, you know. When someone passes, it's always good to celebrate their achievements and their accomplishments. He wasn't shy of criticism either. I remember last year, apparently he only donated $50 to the Black Lives Matter movement, and people were like, bro, I'm gonna keep it two Virgils. You know what I'm saying? Basically keep it hundred, but instead they said two Virgils, right? You know what I mean? Like and stuff like that he was getting heat for and then i remember people were saying like oh look like you're a black creative who's made it like why have you not got enough black people in your team why are they white blah, blah, blah. so he did have criticism but in these times it's best not to look at that it's actually best just to celebrate you know what he did and what he accomplished you know what i mean he was at one point under kanye west and then he went off and did his own thing and he was very successful at it. So I gotta say, rest in peace to Virgil, rest in peace to Young Dolph as well. Big losses over the last couple of weeks in the hip hop slash black slash American community. Honestly, Virgil will, will be missed for all his contributions that he has made. But obviously, of course, I wanted to cover both things because we hadn't spoken about it properly in depth on the on the podcast but of course always let me know your thoughts and opinions and stuff like that but sad to see two people go man like young Dolph for me is again someone who i liked his music he was always there he was never my favorite artist but you know when someone's making a positive impact in their neighborhood and then they get killed you know like i said but um, like a minute ago like do you move out your ends do you stay do you show love from afar what do you do but anyway, let's talk about the most streamed songs of 2020. The lists are out, Spotify, Apple Music, all these other app stuff is all here. And they've released the most streamed songs of 2021. So for people who are saying, but Miles, like, why are they, why do they do this in November, early December, when they could do this like, late December into early January? Because basically, in the music industry, 
Once man them in America have had their Thanksgiving turkey, the year's done. That's it. We see you in February. I'm a, and the thing is, I'm, you think I'm joking? Like, literally every year, I remember like, when I first, first started in the radio game, yeah, I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm going to be working hard all the way through till December, have two weeks off, and then let's go again, like January 4th. No, the first year after Thanksgiving, I was speaking to some people who were a bit more seasoned in the game, probably at the level I'm at now, yeah. And I was like, so what, what happens? Why is everything quiet? Where's the interviews? Where's this? Where's that? They're like, oh, yeah, like, doesn't run like that. Like, once Thanksgiving comes through, the Americans, they shut up shop. They're done, you know what I mean? And Britain, they don't really fall, fall too far behind. So, guys, if we're looking for music and we're looking for a lot of uh, entertainment for December, you better to look backwards and not forwards. Don't get me wrong, I'm expecting some surprise drops. I know Playboy Carty dropped last year, whole lot of red. That went to mixed emotions, but either way, you know what I mean? It's still something to look forward to. So let's see what we get. But number one in the UK this time round, well, this year, I should say, it was Olivia Rodrigo. You know what I mean? With the punk pop anthem. Punk, punk pop anthem. There we go. Get the words out. Please, Miles, come on. Good for you. Emerging is the most streamed song on Apple Music and Spotify. Drake was in there as well doing big things. Montero, Call Me By Your Name was number two in the UK. And there was other ones like Ed Sheeran's like Bad Habits. And that was like Spotify's third biggest song of 2021. And then like you had like basically Adele's song, it's a bit it's a bit late, or it's a bit late for her to kind of come in and say like any make any ripple of 2021 anyway, but that missed out on the Apple's top 100 altogether. But there's some other people in there. Juice World was the fifth most listened to artist in the UK. I think Justin Bieber was fourth because he had a big start to the year with like Peaches, which is still a banger right now. I can't even lie. Peaches one of them songs that might just you'll just be saying that to yourself randomly in like 2023 and be like, why did I, why am I saying that? And then remember why it, where and why it came from. So uh, yeah, that was basically it. I mean, it's going to be interesting to kind of see like the development of songs into next year because Adele, I don't really listen to Adele's albums. I never listened to, I can't, I can't remember the name of her albums now, you know? I know there are even numbers. Is that 30? There's that three numbers and I'm trying to remember the albums, but I know there's like, is it 16, 28? I'm going to have to research this at the same time because I can't be making myself sound like a shambles, even though I am making myself sound like a shambles right about now. What are the names? Oh yeah, so 30 and 21. They were the two that obviously like blew up crazy. And uh, Easy On Me is like, okay it's a decent song but like it wasn't like a someone like you or anything like that and i'm happy to see her do well because she's actually she seems like a nice person but we'll see what if her song kind of resonate into next year a bit like when you anyone who drops an album in december like basically is basically dropping music for 2022 we saw it with stormzy's tape we saw it with roddy rich's tape in 2019 they lived well into 2020 same thing will probably happen with Adele's album, you know what I mean? Probably get another video for another song and then it'll bring the hype back. Talking about Adele's album real quick before we move on as well, like, you know, I don't know if you guys saw two weeks ago when her album came out that she got Spotify to stop the shuffle button on her album. And apparently it's on all albums. I haven't checked it on all other albums yet, but she kind of basically came through with the argument about, you know, artists spend so much time, you know, curating their playlist for the albums. And if you just whack it on shuffle, then you're not really getting the full appreciation for the album. Now I get that and I appreciate it. However, that's in your album, right? Honestly, in hip hop albums, whether they be UK, US, can't speak for any other countries off the top of my head because sometimes I understand what, the, not what they're saying in their songs. So I can only go off what I know, right? But for UK, US, Canada, English speaking albums, especially in hip hop, 
a lot of the time these days, yeah, unless it's a conceptual album, for example, like a Dave Psycho drama, or even a Dave We're All Alone in this together, basically a Dave album, really a truly, the rest of it, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't feel like if I play Skeptos Kanichi one, I know I'm, Miles, why are you speaking about songs and stuff that came out in like 2016? I know, but what I'm saying is, it, right, let me use a better example. I'll use Skepta Kanichiwa, but like D Block Europe's Home Alone 2, yeah? I ain't gonna lie to you. Album did well. If I put it on shuffle, it wouldn't have made a difference. It really wouldn't have made a difference. I am a person who, I'm like it though. I like to listen from the album from top to bottom. But more times these days, yeah, a lot of hip hop albums, and even some pop albums as well. Like, so I'm not just throwing hip hop under the bus because I'd never do that, do you know what I mean? But a lot of people's albums in general don't have that same feel, that have that same essence of, oh, you need to listen to track one to understand track four, to understand track seven, so you understand the ending. No one does that anymore. Like, apart from, okay, Adele might do that, couple other people might but the the kind of era of the traditional album where you tell a story through your music and then the singles that release kind of make sense in that universe that's very that's done very rarely now from what i've seen not saying it won't make a comeback i would love that to make a comeback because some of my favorite albums in the past have a journey and go on a journey and take you places like even usher's confessions has a little interlude listen let me tell you something the interlude of Usher's Confessions album, 2004 album, right? That was amazing before you even get the song itself. Now, if you have that on shuffle, yeah, and then you have the interlude and then you go to like, I don't know, burn, it ain't gonna hit. It's not hitting the same, do you know what I'm saying? So you need them interludes there. Same one with J. Cole. I can't remember what the actual interlude or the album, the actual song after it's called. I'm gonna try and be cheeky and look at it at the same time. But it's on the Cold World sideline story, right? And like, Basically, it goes from J. Cole talking about like him getting arrested and then like he just kind of basically just drops into the interlude and I can't even find it. I'm not going to be able to find it right now. But like that again, if you put that on shuffle and then you get can't get enough with Trey songs, it ain't going to hit the same. Do you know what I mean? It's very, you have to be very smart with your cur curation and your choices. So I get it. And the thing is, again, it's like, is it a step too far? Because obviously we ain't got the shuffle button anymore, but why can't people if some people would just like to listen to albums on shuffle why can't they now why are they being prohibited for that so again i'm not anti it but i can see why someone would be anti it it's just something that's so small it messes up with someone if they had like an ocd with like how they listen to albums and stuff if they like just listen to it strictly on shuffle you've taken that away that's kind of long is what it is but anyway let's move on let's talk about the top 20 rappers who are in their 20s this year complex came out with their own the 20 best rappers in their 20s right about now now i'm going to read them out and i'm going to basically break it break it down and then uh yeah we're going to uh have to talk about it because basically as you know in their 20s means 20 to 29 so what is that year now that is 2001 to 1992 which is mad because i'm 1993 so i only got that much time but i'm not trying to rap so no matter you know i was there but we have to break this down and we need to see who's on the list this time round. So 4-2 Doug is taking number 20. Playboy Carty is number 19. Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion is only 26. I'm for sure that wasn't that, you know. Megan Thee Stallion is 18. G Herbo 17. Pooh Shiesty 16. ESTG 15. Gunner 14. Don Tolliver is 13. I can't count. Roddy Rich 12. Cardi B 11. Vince Staples 10. Baby Keem 9. Polo G8, Doja Cat 7, Young Boy Never Broke Again 6, Jack Harlow 5, Lil Uzi Vert 4, 21 Savage 3, 
Lil Dirk 2, Lil Baby 1. Now, a couple of weeks ago, or I should say a couple of months ago, it's like around September time, I actually spoke about Lil Dirk being more influential than Lil Baby. Um, automatically, I would probably switch the two around. I'd probably put Lil Dirk at number one, then put Lil Baby. Because really and truly, if you're talking about best rappers, Lil Dirk has been around for 10 years. So Lil Dirk would have not, well, he's, he's like 29, I think. Let me check. They got the ages there. Lil Dirk is 29. So 10 years ago, he was out here making bangers. Then he was kind of like, had a little bit of a lull period between like 20, I'd say like, I'd say 15 to like 17. And then from 18 to 19 onwards, he's blown up. So I'll probably put him number one. Lil Baby's having a great year, but it's kind of fizzled out towards the end. So I'd probably switch them around. Other people that are uh, 21 Savages, I've really got no, I don't know 21 Savages 3, but he'd be top 10 for me. Luzi Vert 4 is all right. Jack Harlow, to be honest, would probably have to go down. I like Jack Harlow, you know what I mean? He's interesting, he's good personality. Obviously he had SUVs, Black on Black that came out. Was Popping was last year, and that was 2020 early. That was January that, that song came out. Obviously Industry Baby with Lil Nas X, but you're more, with that song, it's a good verse from Jack Harlow, but I think Lil Nas X is more powerful on the track. So I definitely wouldn't put him top five, but I'd really put him at 12, 13. NBA Youngboy, bro, that bread, this guy goes to jail so many times and still drops bare albums, so he could stay, stay in the top 10. Doja Cat, a lot of people rate Doja Cat heavy. I don't mind Doja Cat. I think she's a good artist. I just have never been into her like that. So. I don't know if I, I don't know if she can be justified at seven, but it is what it is in it for this purpose. Polo G, to be honest, I would probably put in the top four. I'd probably drop Lil Uzi Vert down. He was last year, he was ranked number two, Lil Uzi Vert, and that's what he put because of a turn and a take. I would probably drop him down and put Polo G in that position and switch them two around because it just he's had a big year with like rap star. He's just dropped part two of Hall of Fame. It makes sense. Baby Keem's had a good year. But to put him over someone like a Gunner or Cardi, not even Cardi B, because Cardi B ain't really done much this year. Roddy Rich has been all right this year, but to put him over like Don Tolliver and Gunner, who are at 12 and 30, uh, sorry, 13 and 14, that's a bit mad as well, you know. I'd even push Roddy Rich into just 10th spot and knock Vince Staples out of there as well. Then ESTG's fine at 15, he had a big year. Obviously, he was, I don't, I don't think, I did an interview with him, it's in my podcast, I didn't put it out on the show. Um, or did I? I can't even remember now. It was a couple of months ago. Pooh Shiesty had a good start to the year, kind of fizzled out because he went jail. G Herbo, I've never really been a fan of, not gonna lie. So G Herbo couldn't hold that there. Megan Thee Stallion, all right, let me say this real quick, yeah? You see that album that came out, Signing for the Hotties? That didn't bang. That that didn't bang. I know I'm not a hottie in it, so it's not supposed to be for me in it. I know who it's supposed to be for. But even if you think about it, even Complex have acknowledged that she's basically fallen off because last year she was five. She was fifth in this list. Now she is now she is 18th, I believe, 18th. That's a big drop off for someone in a year. Cardi B was 11, yeah? Bear that in mind, she was 12 last year. So she hasn't really changed her position. She's kind of just floated. But if you think about last year for Megan Thee Stallion, she had WAP, she had, um, what was that other, she had another, Hot Girl Summer was 2019, but people were still using it. People are not trying to have hot girl summer this year when lockdown ended in July, bro. So you were having a hot girl January, bro. I don't even know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Playboy Carty. I feel like, you know what? Playboy Carty, I feel deep for. Because his album last year, Whole Lot of Red, when it came out Christmas time, when I first heard that, I was like, yo, every single song on this tape is trash. Yeah, I'm about to emphasize the trash. You know what I'm saying? It was dead. It's actually not a bad album. 
it's really not a bad album you know you have to get yourself into it the song with kanye i'm not trying to hear that but like sky slayer and i think there's one other song off the top of my head that i can remember it's been about a year they're decent so i don't know you know really real talk he could have been in the top it could have been 15 for me and i could have pushed a few back 42 doug again someone who's had a you know good year obviously like tell steve harvey i don't want to know that song Maybach and future was good um a couple other songs he's released recently are all right not really been a fan for me personally a bit too high pitched for me when he raps man it's a bit annoying but g herbo i probably would have pushed down push icy estg i would have pushed down uh Vince Staples are to push down. Baby Keem's had a good year, but how much of the thing is all the songs that are blown up to an extent, to an extent, are the ones with Kendrick. And people are thirsting for Kendrick. So how much of that success? And I'm, again, I'm not like saying anything about Baby Keem. But I'm just saying like, how much of, if Baby Keem had a record, a bit like how Orange Showed a kind of blew up a couple years ago. And if he had a song on this new album that was just him that blew up, it would have made sense. But what were the songs that blew up? Family Ties and Range Brothers. Because Kendrick kept saying top of the morning, top of the morning, or just because Kendrick was on Family Ties, which came out first. So not taking anything away from Baby Keem, because it's not like he didn't hold his own on the records, but I just think that he might be a bit too high in the top 10 for me when you when I would have easily put Gunner or someone else in there. Maybe that's just me being biased because I like Gunner in it, but yeah, and I probably would have put, I definitely would have put Polo G into at least the top four. And I would have pushed Lil Uzi Vert and Jack Harlow down. Maybe even 21 Savage as well. The top two, I'll just switch them around, but I'm not mad at them. But let me know what you thought about this list. I'll read it out one more time and then you guys can uh, work it out for yourselves. Make your own list. Even flinging some UK artists in there as well. Do you know what I mean? So at 20 was 4-2 Doug. 19 was Playboy Carti. 18 was Megan Thee Stallion. 17 was G Herbo. 16 was Pooh Shiesty, 15 was ESTG, 14 was Gunner, 13 was Don Tolliver, 12 was Roddy Rich, 11 was Cardi B, 10 was Vince Staples, 9 was Baby Keem, 8 was Polo G, 7 was Doja Cat, 6 was Youngboy Never Broke Again, 5 was Jack Harlow, 4 was Lil Uzi Vert, 3 was 21 Savage, 2 was Lil Durk, and 1 was Lil Baby. I'm gonna quickly check actually because they've got the link, the link for the last, last year's one. I want to see who didn't make the cut. Jack Harlow was 20, Baby Keem was 19. Joey Badass was in it this this uh, last year. Not in it this year, but he hasn't really dropped anything. Corday, same thing again, hasn't really dropped anything. 4-2 Doug was in there. Denzel Curry was 15 last year, but he hasn't really done anything this year either, to be fair. Lil Durk was only 14 in 2020. But to be fair, he did kind of blow up more this year. Polo G was 13. Cardi B, like we spoke about, was 12. Youngboy of Another Broke Again was 11. The baby was 10. To be honest, actually, the baby had Rockstar last year, so that makes sense. Travis, oh, Travis Scott just got, you know what, I feel like Travis Scott got taken out just because, one, he hasn't really dropped anything, but two, people don't want to smoke right now. Eight was Gunner last year. Tyler the Creator was seven. Oh, they never added Tyler the Creator to this year. They never really did at all. And he had a shout, you know, because his album was decent. It was, I don't, I feel like Eagle was a better album, low key, but, there were still songs on that tape that could have put him in the top 20. Young Thug was like number six with Punk, but to be fair, last year, what did he do last year? No, Hot and All So Much Fun, that was 2019. Five was 21 Savage, four was Megan Thee Stallion, three was Roddy Rich, but that made sense because of the box and all that stuff. Two was Lil Easy Vert, which I think was way 
overhyped because Eternal Take weren't that great and one was Lil Baby but Lil Baby definitely had a better year last year in my opinion than this year so the interesting list for last year into this year some people not even making the cut others you know kind of sniffing around the same places like Cardi B and others nowhere to be seen at all but let me know who some of your favorite rappers have been over the last I don't know, year or so. Flinging some UK ones in as well, because I can't be asked to make a list of top 20 UK rappers right now. That would be long and we'd be here forever. But yeah, like I said, let me know who you think are, are up there. Like I said, I gave you an extensive breakdown as to the ones I think should be there, the ones I don't think should be so high up and some that might shouldn't even be on the list at all, which I'm not going to say because that's rude because you can only use what's in front of you and what you're working with. But hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode hopefully gonna get some more guests but we're getting to that season like i said where after thanksgiving america slows down your uk is kind of following the same suit a lot of people are kind of done for the year now just want to chill and relax so i'll see what i can do but i'm gonna see if i can try and get some episodes in over the christmas period as well because obviously we did have that massive two-month break we've only just come back from it so i'm gonna see if i can get some episodes done over christmas if i can get guests yay if not We'll leave it and we'll just pick it up in the new year. But we're definitely going to be doing dropping at least three more episodes this year as I'm looking at the date and making sure it's the fifth. So, yeah, it's as I'm recording this right now. And obviously, you guys are going to hear this on the sixth. So, yeah, I'm out of the building. Obviously, you can, watch, you can follow me on Instagram, on socials, at Miles Mikulski for all updates. And uh, I will catch you guys next week. We're on an episode of the podcast. So, take care. Stay safe. Stay safe, you know. Stay safe. Stay blessed in a bit. <laughs> Peace. Hey, podcast listener, do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.